the Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus, Heat Intolerance, and Sweat. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you're living with lupus. Maybe you don't have lupus, but would like to understand what your loved ones that have it go through. Whatever the reason for you listening in today, I say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I also wanted to remind you of a book that's available on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Living Life with Lupus, A Guide to Living a Full Life While Having Lupus. And it's a short ebook that has some things in it that you might want to consider, especially if you've been recently diagnosed with lupus, or even if you still have had it for a few years, there might be some things in there that could maybe help you to get through some of the flares that you have. So take a look at that. It's on Amazon, Living Life with Lupus, A Guide to Living a Full Life While Having Lupus by me, Gwen Alexander. And you can also visit my website, thegwenalexander.com, and there is a link to be able to purchase it on the lupus part of the website. It's been about two months since the last episode, and I needed to take a little time off to evaluate some things in my life and where I want to be. It's also been busier on my job, and when I get home, my body is tired and my mind is tired, so I've been taking some time to get some rest. And this time of year is hard for me because it's the start of a new season. About a week or two ago, the start of fall happened. And the other thing that affects me is the days are getting shorter. Like now where I live, it gets, doesn't get daylight until about 6.15 or 6.30. And then it starts getting dark about 7.30 or a little before that. And then my sleeping patterns get different because of the, of the changes. And I don't know if it's lupus, but this is something that I've dealt with for years. And I think just being aware of my body's changes helped me to deal with it. And this doesn't have anything to do with today's topic, but I just wanted to let you know why there haven't been any new episodes lately. I recently invested in some very good sweatbands. And the company that I'm going to talk about, they aren't paying me to promote this, but they're from a company called Gymwrap. That's spelled G-Y-M-W-R-A-P. And almost about a year ago, I bought five of them and I recently bought another three. Now, the first ones I had are awesome. And uh, they're a little thinner than the new set that I bought, but they, they work just as well. And when I wear them, I don't have any sweat running to my eyes. That's one thing that really bothers me. And when I take them off, I cannot believe how much moisture that they hold. I wear them for exercising. I wear them when I'm working in the yard or when I'm cleaning my home. Now, did I mention I sweat a lot when I clean? And actually, the reason I decided to do this episode is I noticed after I was diagnosed with lupus and after reading this one newsletter that I received and all my other autoimmune conditions that I have that I would sweat a lot more. Now, I I didn't think it was a hot flash because it didn't come on suddenly. When I'm at rest, I don't seem to have any problems. But I noticed when I exercise, I just seemed to sweat a whole lot more. I mean, so much that I had to keep a towel right next to me. I noticed when I cleaned my home, even just very light cleaning, 
I would work up a pretty good sweat. And don't mention when I was cooking. I mean, having the burners on and maybe baking at the same time just seemed to set the temperature in my body just went overboard. Now, I don't just sweat like on my head. I mean, my arms sweat, my my feet sweat to the point where I'd have to change my socks. So what was causing this? As I mentioned earlier in August, I received an email from Lupus Corner and I receive a newsletter from them every now and then. And guess what their topic was? Overheating, thyroid disease, and lupus. And I thought, bingo, I'm having all three of these issues. So I clicked on the little button to read the article. And then I read another article from lupushealthshop.com titled Lupus Heat, Lupus Heat Sensitivity. And what I'll do is put links to those articles in the podcast notes so you can read them if you'd like to later. And here is what I learned about lupus and heat intolerance. Some symptoms of heat intolerance are rashes, fatigue, migraine, and feeling lightheaded. And actually recently, I have had more migraines than normal. So I'm wondering if it had something to do with the heat because I was still pretty much doing the same thing I'd always done. And I'm, so I'm constantly learning something with, new with living with lupus, as I'm sure you are. And of course, it would have been nice to learn these lessons before I had all the symptoms. So I could have assessed the situation sooner, but oh well, better late than never. Now, sweating is a good thing. When we sweat, it's our body's way of trying to regulate its temperature. If you sweat too much, it can cause problems. And if you don't sweat enough or not at all, that can cause problems. Now, foods that you eat and what you drink could cause you to sweat more also. Spicy foods could cause you to sweat more or drinks with caffeine. I like to drink tea and sometimes I'll drink coffee. And I have noticed when I drink the tea, I really, it doesn't affect me as much if I drink coffee, then I seem to start sweating a lot more. So I really try not to drink any coffee unless I just feel like I need to have a cup. There's a condition called, and I hope I pronounce this correctly, hyperhidrosis. It's defined as you sweat excessively. And if you only experience the excessive sweating on your head, it's called cranial hyperhidrosis. Now, I don't think I have hyperhidrosis because it's not consistent and it doesn't seem concentrated to just one part of my body. But I've decided and I recommend for you, if it becomes a problem that you talk to your doctor about it. If you have heat intolerance in addition to an autoimmune condition, you might have elevated levels of nitric oxide in your body. Now, I know today's podcast episode almost probably seems like a science class, but but bear with me on this. So what does that mean? It means nitric oxide works to widen your blood vessels. And then the widening of your blood vessels also occurs when the body's core temperature increases. So this causes more heat to be carried by the blood to your skin where it's lost to the air. And for people with lupus, too much heat is rapidly transferred from blood to skin and you overheat. And now this can be compounded by another issue where your thyroid can maybe not be functioning correctly. I've been interested in reading articles about weight loss for many years. And a lot of the articles I read said some people blame their their weight gain on their thyroid not working correctly. Now, according to many of these articles I read, the majority of people do not have thyroid problems. So I never talked to my doctor about my thyroid because I thought, according to everything I hear, 
I probably don't have a problem. It's a small percentage of people that actually have a thyroid issue. And I've read some comments from people in lupus groups on Facebook. When they asked their doctor to test their thyroid function, they were actually denied the test. Well, guess what? I do have a thyroid issue and that can and that can relate to me being able to or not able to tolerate the heat very well. If you have one autoimmune illness, you probably have more, two, three, four, five. And if you have an overactive thyroid, which is called hyperthyroidism, this could be contributing to your heat intolerance. Your metabolism and your temperature are linked together, and your thyroid controls pretty much everything in your body. So when your temperature rises in your body, that speeds up your metabolism. This makes your overactive thyroid cause you to overheat. Something else you might want to consider if you haven't had this checked is to get your hormones checked. Now, if you're experiencing excessive sweating, it could be you're beginning the process of menopause. And some women can start experiencing menopause symptoms as early as in their 30s. I haven't had it done, but I think there's a lab test that you can get that checks your hormone levels. So your doctor can maybe assess if you are starting menopause or if you, you, what, where you're at in that cycle. You may even notice your menstrual cycle is changing and even your PMS symptoms may be changing. So this is something to talk to your primary care physician about or your, your gynecologist to see if this is an issue with your lupus or if there's something else going on. You might also want to talk to your doctor about any of your medications if uh, they could be causing you to excessively sweat. So what's the solution? I found some recommendations on the Lupus Health Shop uh, website, and I have not tried any of these. So, I mean, I'm just going by what they say. Like I said, talk to your doctor to make sure of what the best decision of how to deal with your heat intolerance is, because everybody's not the same. Now, one thing they recommended was to use electric-like powder or coconut water. And whatever product you use should be organic, non-GMO, dietary-friendly, and no food coloring or preservatives. If you go the coconut water route, look for one in the refrigerator section. They actually use coconuts, and it's not pasteurized and doesn't contain any natural flavors or fruit juice or sugar. Another option the site mentions was something called the cooling vest, which I'm actually thinking about looking into. I think this is something you can probably find online. You could look on Amazon, but this they on this website, they took you to a particular company called Therm Apparel for theirs. And the website shows that it comes in two colors, black and white, and sizes are extra small, uh, medium, large, extra large. And the listed price is $199.99. That's in U.S. dollars as of the recording of this podcast. So like I said, you could probably find something like that on the internet or look on Amazon.com or depending on what country that you live in, uh, maybe you have a website where you can go to where you can buy things like that. The sweatbands seem to help me. And if I can keep the sweat from running down my face, it seems to help me to stay cool. It's an inexpensive way that helped me. So maybe I might look into the cooling vest if anybody's tried it or has one. Please let me know. And have you noticed that you have a heat intolerance since you were diagnosed with lupus? Or maybe after listening to this episode, you might start thinking, hmm, I think Gwen might be on to something. Well, let me know. You can email me, gwen at thegwenalexander.com. 
or you can send me the information through my website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact button and send me the message that way. You can also contact me through the Facebook page for the Lupus Living Podcast. It's called Lupus Living Podcast. And you can let me know how, if you have a heat intolerance or how you deal with it if you do. Also, if the podcast is a benefit to you, it might benefit others that are living with lupus or even other people that are living with a chronic illness. So I'd ask you to please share with anyone that you feel might be encouraged by the podcast. And while you're contacting me and letting me know your answers, don't forget to click the follow button on the Facebook page for Lupus Living Podcast. Today's quote that I'd like to leave you with is from the comedian George Carlin. And that quote is, Don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. The information on the Lupus Living Podcast is for informational purposes only. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before making any changes in your health and wellness routine. 